Everybody, welcome again to the Relative Truth Podcast. My name is Trey McWilliams. Not Mike McWilliams. We sure appreciate you listening. We're just a couple of brothers um, trying to edutain you. We just reviewed we are still international sensation across several nations and continents um, in the world of edutainment. I would go as far as to say we're probably number one in the edutainment genre. Do you agree, Mike? For sure. I, I have no reason to disagree, <laughs> especially Sorry. based especially on our, our, uh, our statistical, you know, all the things that we've done, all, all our marketing is really paying off to show <laughs> how wide and deep we've become. So of the podcasts that have a hundred listeners, we're probably the best. <laughs> right. Hey, yeah. we want to keep our, our, our podcast intimate and we <laughs> don't want it to, we, yeah, we want, we don't want it to get crazy. We want it to be intimate so everybody can hear. We don't want people in the back to be going, I can't hear you. So, That's right. Yeah. So, well, anyway. don't be fooled by the title relative truth. We're just relatives trying to bring some truth. And tonight we got a special guest. I don't know how much truth will be shared, but at least stories. So Mike, yeah. you want to introduce our I will special guest. Yeah. So tonight our, our special guest and it not special in the sense that he rode a short bus to school. Well, I don't know. Maybe you did. You, you can't say I that. Like, did. What? I did. <laughs> I'm not sure you can say it, but I did. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, he didn't need a short bus. He could, he could, but he lived so far out. This is a, this is a true story that he would, um, on occasion when it did rain in Scurry County, he would not come to school because the Creek would rise. So he, he always had a great excuse uh, for not coming to school, and that was when it rained. And so basically, he was at school every day <laughs> in Scurry <laughs> County because it never rained. But no, I'm joking. Um, but it's our our guest is John Hamlet, um, high school friend. Um, he's a graduate of Snyder High School, which I don't know necessarily that says a whole bunch. But he is actually he did go off to uh, University of Texas, so he's a full fledged Longhorn. Um, he did marry. His better half is um, Penny Nobles, um, and she's quite the friend of Terry. So um, we're kind of two peas in a pod as far as uh, outkicking our coverage. Um, he and John, you can kind of chime in here, um, worked for a time period with Duke Energy. You worked, didn't That's you also correct. work from Merle, Merrill Lynch? For Morgan Merle. Stanley. Morgan Stanley. Merle? I'm sorry. Merle. <laughs> That's Merle's Merle. younger brother. <laughs> Merle Lynch. He, he's, he's no longer in business, but anyway. Um, he um, moved back to Scurry County probably, what, 10, 15 years ago? Yeah, 2010. Or? We yeah, moved back. The, yeah. Um, has had uh, family here and um, ended up being kind of. Uh, living on their their family ranch, um, and then kind of did that for a time period of hosting hunts and all sorts of crazy stuff, and we can kind of get into that a little bit. Um, but all that to say, um, my description of John is he's the Dos Equis guy. <laughs> he's literally always the coolest guy in the room. He's he's got 
his hands in so many things. And I'll, we'll kind of get into that a little bit too. His daughter and he are, um, and Penny's a part of that too. Of, um, they're owner of a, a company that does kind of decorations for uh, events. It's called Laughing Goat Design. And then John also is very creative in his own right. And I think in Laughing Goat Design, is that yours or is that what? There's Laughing Goat, I mean, construction. Is that yours and is Laughing well, Goat kinda, Design? Yeah, we kind of did Laughing Goat Construction, but there's really, there's not an entity per se. It's it's all Claire and Penny's Laughing Goat Design. And then I build I build what they tell me to build. Yeah. So anyway, he's, he's also, uh, he showed me, what was that last week or week before? Um, he has a CNC machine, which I don't know what that all stands for, but I know that it's the coolest thing ever. And <laughs> we were able to cut some, uh, we're able to do some really cool stuff, uh, on that. And he showed me, um, some things that he can do with it. And it's just an amazing thing. So anyway, um, he always has great stories. Um, um, so anyway, so we're excited to have you here, John. It's so, good to be here. Stay interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he's also, he, he hasn't gone too crazy about, he's, he's listened to the podcast on occasion. So, you know, we kind of have to feel like he's a fan now. Um, he's a, has a, and, he's and a your metrics, you, you were telling me the age breakdowns, but there's also a dog that listens. Boudreaux still <laughs> listens occasionally. So there you go. I think you told me though, that Boudreaux, that was Boudreaux's, uh, uh, way, the way that Boudreaux went to sleep daily. Well, <laughs> when you, <laughs> I, I think that he was halfway listening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that summarizes so, most of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most of the relatives. Hey, I've well, got, you just at the end, you have to say, since you're the Dos Equis guy, you got to say, I don't normally do podcasts, but when I do, <laughs> I do the Relative Truth podcast. I will do that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, I, the, the, the first thing I want to kind of ask you about, John, is that, so to back up a little bit to the middle of your introduction, I mentioned that you um, lived on a ranch and it was the Johnson Ranch here in Snyder. And so, John, fill me in on, and it it's, I can't remember the acreage. It was a lot, but needless to say, um, there's a, there's kind of a historical feud that happened that involved yeah. some Johnsons and Sims. And there's a book about it. And so, um, and I can't remember the writer's name, but in, needless to say, it's the last uh, blood feud, or that's the claim in Texas. Um, and so, John, if you'll kind of yeah take off with that, because yeah, this is kind of cool history, I think. So. It is kind of cool, and because uh, there's a lot of good stories around Snyder, but uh, so the house that we lived in was built by what my great 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 uncle. And um, his son, Sidney Johnson, so I guess he had Sidney Johnson, Gladys Johnson was his sister, and those are the two primary characters of the Johnson-Sims feud on the Johnson side. And then Billy Sims, the Sims and the Johnsons were kind of the two prominent families in Snyder at the time. Um, Billy Johnson was the banker, and he owned a bunch of land out there, and uh, Sidney was he was kind of crazy. I mean, he was, he was, uh, well, he was wild. And it from the stories that have been told, uh, and that I've 
listened to. Um, but Sydney, my granddad used to always talk about him. He, uh, he was one of those guys that when they walked down the square in Snyder, <clears throat> people would move to the other side because you just, you didn't mess with Sydney Johnson. And, um, he was, but my dad, and it was interesting because my dad was very, very close with Sydney and my dad's memory of Sydney was completely different because Sydney used to go and check him out of school and take him hunting and fishing. And then my parent, my grandparents had no idea where their son was and he was there. He was off with Sydney. So Sydney was kind of like just a big kid, but he was the guy who wrote the Johnson Sims feud also wrote another book called the bloody legend of pink Higgins. And at one point he listed Sidney Johnson as one of the top uh, gunfighters in that part of the country. So it was kind of, Oh gosh, yeah, it's kind of yeah. interesting story, <clears throat> but um, the Johnson Sims feud. So Gladys married Billy Sims and they got divorced. They, they didn't get along and they had kids and they got divorced. And that's back when you didn't get divorced. And um, they they took uh, Gladys and um, I guess Sidney Johnson. They were in town. Gladys was dropping the kids off to stay with Billy, and um, Billy walked over to the car that uh, Gladys was in and said, "I guess words were said." And Gladys reached over and grabbed a pistol and shot Billy, and the bullet went up through and knocked his hat off. It didn't hit him. And so he went over to his car to pre- grab a gun, protect himself. And Sidney Johnson walked out of the bank and blew him away on the square. Oh gosh. No and way. So, so when, what, like what year is this happening? Oh gosh, you're going to ask me that. I'll have to ask Penny, but this has got to be probably in the 19. It has to be probably in the twenties, maybe teens. Tens or so. So like the, it's like Model T cars. It's oh yeah, not, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Okay. Like they're still riding horses, you know, back then. And um, yeah, so it's. I would say cars were there, but they. I don't. I don't know that they were prevalent. Um, okay. So Sydney did that, and then the the trial actually was held in Sweetwater, and so at the time Gladys started dating um, Frank Hamer. Who was the famous Texas Ranger? Who yeah, you got Bonnie and Clyde, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Who, and so they ended up getting married. Um, and Frank Hamer testified in the trial for on behalf of Sidney Johnson. And there are some people that say that you know his credibility is what basically got off Sidney because I mean he walked away from the whole thing. Um, <laughs> and ever since then, they kind of you know the the Sims and the Johnsons didn't really get along, which was. It was interesting because um, I don't know you you guys remember Billy Bob McMullen. Well, his he was the yeah. Sims, and so he had some property next to our property, and that's kind of where the two families that all kind of came together and feuded. And I guess we all kind of buried the hatchet because I I don't remember Billy Bob and I ever getting mad at each other, but it's <laughs> there was definitely I think for a time period there was a lot of hatred there, and. Um, it was interesting because when we, you talked about we sold the ranch and we found um, we found some black and white photos of Hamer being out there. Um, and then I guess there's a Netflix story uh, out there now of uh, Frank Hamer. And there's one part of it. We were watching it and we laughed because I don't know if you remember out at the ranch, the, the, the kitchen was yellow and everybody always wondered, why is this kitchen yellow? 
Well, Gladys in the in the Netflix series, when he Frank Hammer goes off to go and catch Bonnie and Clyde, she goes, well, I guess I'll just stay here and paint the kitchen yellow. And uh, so it all oh. kind of tied in. But it, it's kind of neat. There's some neat history around Scurry County. Okay. Now, so what was the, so the trial f- for Sydney was in Sweetwater, but what was the trial that was in post? Cause wasn't there a trial that was something that was related to this? In Maybe. Post? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I know that I know in Sweetwater there was, and there were times when, you know, they were trying, there were many skirmishes where they would jump them and, you know, there were some gunfights and it was, it's a pretty colorful history. Like if you, if you follow Sydney's life, it was really colorful. And like he would tell my dad about, and this is, this always, I couldn't believe it, but he would tell my dad about getting in spats with Indians. And you think about it, that wasn't that far away, you know, long ago that this was happening. I guess now we're getting a lot older, so it's a lot longer than it was. But, um, the Comanches, the Indians, like our area is one of the last places that they actually gave up because, you know, there wasn't a lot of water. There wasn't a lot of civilization. We didn't have a gold rush. You know, there wasn't oil back then. So the Indians kind of held on to it here. And Sydney would talk about it to my dad, which is just amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that is crazy. Okay. So now, so Sydney was your so great, was- great, great. So then, Sydney was Sydney married my grandmother's sister and okay. I didn't know Sydney. Um, he died before my granddad always said that my granddad was always jealous of Sydney because Sydney, you know, I mean, he lived his own life. He did what he wanted to do. And my granddad used to always say, he goes, Oh my gosh. And he even died good because and this is <laughs> when my dad, my granddad was getting older and he goes, Sydney went in they lived in San Antonio and, uh, he went and uh, he was, he goes, he picked up a donut and a cup of coffee, was smoking a cigarette and was pulling, he was driving a manure trailer to go to their property or something. And a cop uh, got called to some deal early in the morning and ran a red light and T-boned him and killed him right off the bat. He goes, he didn't have to get old. He didn't have to do any of this stuff. <laughs> oh kinda, my gosh. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's one of those deals. I read the book and then I, you know, you start putting all the history together of kind of the, and then the people that are involved, cause there's still Sims is here. I mean, like, yeah. you know, I mean, and then, and then knowing, cause I think Billy Bob somehow was nearly related on both sides. Was that? I think so. Possible? There's something like, and my mom was great at the, the history and the genealogy yeah, of it. Yeah. Um, I did not, I did not get that gene to be, <laughs> to carry that, that far, but um yeah. Okay. Well, it's in the book. The book is good, but the book, um, there's a couple of places that, you know, it talks about the house being boarded up and nobody living there. And, um, we were living there at the time and, uh, it always made me kind of laugh. And then it talks, it was interesting. This is one thing that kind of is interesting, but so Sydney was a alcoholic and, um, he, he was giving away land and all this kind of stuff. And this is how the story goes. And so, um, he, he sold part of the, the, the land that they had acquired and, uh, Claire May, my aunt, my great aunt, she went to him and said, okay, here's the deal. That's fine. You're going to sign all this stuff over to me. And if you ever take another drink again, then I'm going to own everything that you have. You'll sign everything else over. 
And uh, when my grandparents died, I had to go in and look up all the oil deeds and stuff like that and try to find all this information. That handwritten note is filed at the Scurry County Courthouse where she wrote exactly that out and he signed it and he never had another drink the rest of his life. In the book, it talks about him that I think he may have died drunk. Absolutely not. From that day on, he never, my dad told me, he's like, he never took a drink of alcohol. <laughs> so it's, really? it's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So Colster. Okay. Now, so you grew up in that house basically, right? I did. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. I was born in Houston, but then we moved there when I was a little kid and um, I lived there all through high school. So, yeah. And then was, so then when you guys moved back, had it been, I mean, your parents, had they been out there? Now my From parents, they had moved. My parents left um, right after, maybe a couple years after I went to college, and then um, they never went back. My grandparents had a. There were there was a couple of friend family friends that lived out there, um, but then I guess my grandmother, my grandparents died in the early two thousands, and then um, we kind of we did a few things, but then we moved back in 2010. But it it had kind of been vacant, I guess, from maybe 2000 ish to 2010. Well, just as a side note for the listeners, it is a cool house that they built. I think it even mentions that in the book, maybe, or I don't know where I read this, but anyway, they brought or they, maybe you told me this that they brought the it's a limestone two-story house and they brought the stone from like color i mean well, they so track is that right yeah. so they brought the all the wood and everything from colorado city on horse and buggy the the stone is actually concrete that was mixed um oh, on site okay. and if you if you go back and look like um jay wright moore built a house at the same time period and um it, it looked similar to this house as well and um, this, so the story goes, Sydney or and Billy Johnson hired a guy that just sat there and monitored the mix of concrete um, to sand. And that house, you know, is still standing. And the J. Wright Moore house, I think in the late 70s, they just took it down because it all kind of crumbled because the rock all started, the concrete started disintegrating. But oh, yeah, wow. it's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, the, um, so, okay, in addition to the, so th that was one of the topics that I, I couldn't get away from, but then, so tell tell us about how the, um, cause I did see a video of your daughter being, um, um, I guess recognized from the Texas tech entrepreneurship department, I believe for right. laughing goat design, but kind of tell us how that's, how that goes. And then kind of the, the, your participation in that, cause oh. it's more than just, proud father. Cause I, I've seen, <laughs> yeah, I no, mean, there, <laughs> there is a lot of proud father, but there's sometimes a lot of tired father to you. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, uh, now she was, it was in between her junior and senior year at tech. And she was working at a little boutique here in Lubbock. And, um, you know, like everybody, you know, has like a little job when you're going to school and um, she was on Instagram and she people had started in Dallas, I think, and maybe another may have been Houston doing some stuff with balloons and doing these decorations. And she, she called us up and she said, Dad, um, I was thinking about doing these balloons. What, what do you think? Should I quit my job and do these balloons? 
And you know how part-time jobs are in college. I mean, it's not like you're bringing home a ton of money anyway. And I was, I was kind of like, yeah, I mean, why not try it? I mean, was go get it. What's the worst thing they can have? Yeah. And, um, so she did and it started taking off and then it just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I mean, within, she went to a, uh, she went to another boutique here in Lubbock called Hemline and she was like, Hey, let me, let me do this deal for you for free. They were having their, um, anniversary or something. Um, and so she did. And then a lot of people saw it and then people started having her come do things that are at their houses. And then we did swimming parties and then we did, we were doing baby showers. And then she called and she said, so, um, here's the deal. This thing's really taking off and I'm, I'm pretty busy now. So I think I'm going to drop out of school and just do this. (laughs) No, 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 no. We're not going to drop out your last year of college. And so I said, mom and I'll come down and help you. And, you know, I didn't, at the time we really didn't know what that really meant. And then, but we started and I mean, it it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then COVID hit and COVID actually, it grew. I mean, we, it was, it was doubling and tripling in size on, you know, monthly to every two months, basically. And even in COVID, because everybody in COVID then, you know, they didn't want to have parties at their house, but they had to figure out what to do in their front yard. And so they had these drive-by showers and everything else. And um, it just, it just skyrocketed. And so then she graduated and we kind of, we were, Penny and I were just splitting time moving, you know, coming back and forth from Snyder to Lubbock. We ended up getting an apartment here. Um, And then it just, it just kept going and going and going. I mean, it's the six, she's, Claire's really, really good at what she does and her and Penny, they're very good at colors and design and all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of morphed into way more than balloons now, but um, that's kind of the genesis of it. It it just, from her sitting back going, you know what, should I take a risk and do this to, I mean, just, really kind of, kind of neat. Like I am a proud dad on that part of it because she's done, she's done such a great job with it, but, um, it's been amazing. It's been an amazing, um, kind of for me to sit back and watch it. And it's, it's kind of cool. Now we did. And I, I think in my years run together on it, I think she's been going what three years now, but I think it was last year we did an event some sort of event, I think 90 days, 90 plus days every single day. And we were kind of going, Hey, oh time gosh. out. Yeah. We're, we're all about to throttle each other. So we've got to, <laughs> we got to take a break here. Yeah. So yeah. we kind of, we kind of reset a little bit and Claire was more selective in what she did. Um, and then, and then we, she, she did some other offerings for smaller deals, but, um, it, uh, it's still, I mean, it's, it's pretty exciting. We, she got in with tech. We do a lot of things for tech. We get to do stuff for the football team. We've done stuff for the basketball team. We've done, we've done quite a bit for the administration and all that, which, and that's always fun. So you, yeah. you announced me as a Longhorn and I think all my Longhorn buddies have disowned me at this point because 
<laughs> they should have. You should see all the tech crap that he does. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, get your guns yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the same story that that um so this is a another um uh, classmate of ours. So when we had first moved back to Snyder, um there was Snyder was on Friday night was playing Level Land and good friend of ours Todd Pollard was coaching in Level Land and so we're down on the field after the game and the um we're sitting there talking you know talking about the game and you know kind of what went on and all this sort of stuff and the um the Snyder starts playing the alma mater and T- Todd like doesn't even respond like he does it's not it's like he's you know water off a duck's back doesn't even and then they start playing the Leveland alma mater, which is probably actually just, it's probably the same tune as to, but needless to say, it's being played by the Leveland. And Todd looks like he has become, you know, a follower of Hitler. And he's like walking over there doing whatever he needs to do. And I said, good Lord, how quickly do we change allegiance? And he's like, whoever's paying my check. So I, like, <laughs> I got you. So that's kind of like if tech's paying your check, then you're paying your bill, then so well, it, long ut or whatever that, but my gosh it's they are like you get to meet a lot of people doing this and and i kind of just stay in the background on it but um i will say this the tech people are super nice i mean there's there's not a single one that we've gone into that you know has been rude they're very 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 nice it's it's kind of cool like we drive through there and i'm kind of like can you imagine doing this at ut like I, I, you wouldn't even be able to get in here, and I mean, there's there's just no way. So it it is kind of interesting to see. It it has more of a small town feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it they've done some cool stuff. I don't know, Trey. Have you seen his? Have you? No. Have you go- oh, okay. Well, the the I cool didn't part even know of- John was going to be on the call. You had talked about it, <laughs> so I I wasn't prepared at all. I mean, I've written down two questions: like, what does who's a laughing goat? Where does that come from? There you go. That's what I want to oh. know. Okay. So, laughing goat. We were uh, we were actually living up in Penny and I were living up in Connecticut at the time, and uh, we were, they were trying to come up with a name for it. And, and Penny <laughs> Penny went into a fabric store, and she's like, "You want to come to the fabric store?" I was like, "Absolutely not." And uh, so I sat out in the car and I just started jotting down names. And um, I always look at it, try to get a name that you can come up with a good logo. And so Penny, we had goats in Snyder. Um, we were letting a guy keep a bunch of goats over at our place. And they had just had kids. I think we had 30 kid goats running around. And Penny loved them and Claire loved them. And we, it was, I don't know if you've ever had a bunch of baby goats. It is, you can, it's therapy. You just go out there and watch them. And um, so I wanted the, I th- wrote down like 10 things. And one of them was laughing goat. And uh, I sent it to him. And it was kind of interesting because both of them kind of gravitated. We should call it laughing goat. And I was kind of, I did it almost as a joke. And then <laughs> they picked up one. I was like, oh yeah. But it is cool because like you look at a bunch of other, balloon companies and it's always popping balloons or you know this that it always has balloon this balloon that almost every guy that we go into will always remember laughing goat oh you guys are laughing goat you guys are laughing goat so it's kind of interesting it's kind of it's kind of cool we enjoy it yeah so trey what was you had another question so i'll let you 
No, I just I wanted to learn more about the CNC machine, which may be horrible podcast material, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It may be, but it's way better. Um, uh, you know, not to you know uh, to cast stones, but it it may be better than genealogy. I don't know. Just saying. <laughs> I can just about guarantee you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, no offense, Jim Drake. <laughs> and we do need to, yeah, we do need to shout out to Jim Drake because we we can both. You guys mentioned before in their pre pre game in the green that, room. We were in, in the, the green, green room. There you go. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> that in the while we were in the green room, you guys both had conversations with people that knew of Jim Drake and wanted to know. So if we knew uh, him, yeah. If you, you mentioned so, Snyder, you, yeah. You, oh, you, do you know Jim Drake? It used to be yeah. back in the days. So, oh, the White Buffalo. It's not the White Buffalo anymore. It's, it's Jim it's, Drake. It's Jim Drake. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Seven degrees of Jim Drake. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, you can connect. You can, it's. It's it's the game night. It's like we're going to do Kevin Bacon this year. We're going to do Jim Drake. No, 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 Jim Drake all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jim, we love you. Thank you for the genealogy uh, thing. I had that actually had more comments from people at the at the pharmacy than any other podcast. I will say that. So as yeah. a as a um, response, it was the best as far as Trey being a podcast. You you were kind of hey you just looked, you taking some you just over there. <laughs> you it just goes to show that I I am not you don't use me as a marketing small group or something because like <laughs> I fell asleep and bruised my head on my desk that night and everybody else liked it so that's right. doesn't matter what tar- I like. well I know and our analytics would say that yeah you're not part of the no. market yeah yeah so that's exactly anyway. right. Bump. We did threaten. We did threaten John with our our analytics, though that if for some reason it shifts to all male or old male, old males, then we're we're gonna have to because we're know. killing it in the young female market. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I, mean, I may dent that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might you might tell your daughters. John, by the way, is the father of two daughters, and which we've talked about Claire, but he has a daughter, Sydney namesake. I'm assuming family name. Um, Is she crazy? No. Uh, Grandpa Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) We try to keep all guns away from her. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That guns up in your family. That, that, that has a whole new meaning now. It, it means something. It's not just a safe right. slogan. That's right. <laughs> We're not just they've, talking about it. We're doing it, baby. They've been a concealed carry family for years. <laughs> they, they they didn't care what Texas thought about them. Oh, there's a law on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, the okay. So, kind of on to the CNC machine. So, yeah. now... I will say this, John has done some, I mean, like, I mean, talk, I mean, and when we talk about the balloons and stuff, there's, there's so much more to that because I think anybody, I mean, and I don't, I don't mean to demean, but like Terry made some balloons for a deal we had here at the house last night and put, you know, made a little archway or whatever. Yep. Okay. Now, 
Um, Terry's very good at those sorts of things, but people can do that. But what John and I mean, what they're doing with laughing goat is, is far beyond just putting some different colored balloons together. So, um, John, if you'll kind of give, I mean, more, yeah. cause it, it's not just, I mean, like, no, no, no. I don't want, they, I don't want any of our listeners to think that it's like, Oh, they can. And cause it's not, it's like, I mean, the stuff that you put with the balloons and all the, I mean, it's, it's really right. good. And in the, uh, epoxy stuff, it's cool. Well, we, uh, yeah. Well, to, Penny probably doesn't think the epoxy stuff is all that cool, but that's for <laughs> another day. But uh, she actually, I almost dropped because we're right now we're working on a deal for uh, for tech. We're doing a deal in the United Arena, and uh, I said, "Oh, we need to resin this," and she said, "That would look great." And I fell over. I was like, "Who is this woman?" <laughs> no idea. But, uh, so she. Uh, everybody does these marquee letters and numbers and they have backdrops and all this kind of stuff. And so what we did was uh, we just started building it and we had called around. I called to see about buying them and um, oh my gosh, they were expensive. And I was, <laughs> I'm always one of those guys and then I probably shouldn't be, but I was like, Oh, I can build that. And um, like 200 letters later, yeah, I'm tired of building letters, but <laughs> we uh, we built a bunch of them. And um, it she does a lot of stuff. I mean, there, she does now, and, and we'll we'll get into the CNC. But so the uh, we she she does all kinds of stuff with letters, numbers, different kinds of backdrops. Um, just pretty creative. And if you go on, and I'm not gonna. I mean, I guess I am going to plug it, but if you just go on to Instagram, laughing goat design, you can see a lot of the things that she's done. And it's, it's, it is much more than just balloons. Like we did a, we did an eighth grade banquet or eighth grade dance a couple weekends ago. And, um, I mean, she did chandeliers. She did, uh, we did, we had marquee letters and numbers. We had, boxwood stuff i mean it was all kinds of stuff that she had going on so it has kind of got it's kind of morphed into something more elaborate but the cnc i've always wanted one when they first came out and what it basically is trey is you just you figure out what you want it to cut out and build and you figure out the software and you tell it hey look i want to build this and once you learn how to program it you just put it in and it starts cutting it and it's pretty it's pretty cool like you can i can i could take well we're i was trying to i can take somebody's logo and within 10 minutes i can replicate it on a piece of wood or acrylic or something like that which is it's kind of neat um and you can do three dimension and then the one that i have it actually has a lathe built into it so i can i can build a baseball bat and put your name and your kid's number, you know, and all that kind of stuff on it. So it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And what it allows. So this past week, Claire came in and uh, she was like, okay, we're doing this a deal and I need you to build an arch. I need you to build 10 smiley face cutouts, like I don't know, <laughs> 10 lines and uh, uh, the word mom's with lights in it and an ampersand with lights in it and something else. And before I would have never been able to do that, but gosh, I mean, I, 
I cut out all of that within 30 minutes and was ready to go. And so now I laugh with Penny because I'm like, (laughs) Penny's, Penny's kind of the painter. So, and she gets, she deserves way more credit because all I do is just cut it out and build it. And she makes it actually look like something. But, um, it, uh, I told her this today, I walked in as I was dropping everything off. It's like, you're going to have to hire another painter. (laughs) (laughs) You can build this a lot faster than you can paint. (laughs) But it's, it's pretty, I don't know. I'm pretty excited. Like I've just started learning. I've had it for a year and that's kind of embarrassing, but, um, cause I never, I never started working with it, but just in the last probably two or three weeks, I've started, I've kind of figured it out a little bit and, um, it's pretty cool. I'm pretty pumped about it. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, it, and the, the crazy part about it is that the, the bit that are the bits and there's so like, what is there seven? Is that right? Or you can have so up to there's seven. hundreds of them. There's hundreds yeah. of bits, but um, I can on the machine itself. The machine, I can do yeah. seven. I can do seven. Yeah, yeah. So it and it through the changing of those bits and placement of your um, or or how the software will code your movement of those bits, and then it can differentiate which bits are better. I guess you do that prior to, but anyway, all that to say, you can just put a sheet of plywood or whatever wood that you're going to cut and it will change the bit, set the depth, all the things that you need to cut that thing out. And it's, I mean, it's so amazing. And it it can be, and then it can be replicated. I mean, like it can be replicated. So like he was showing me, you know, like in a matter of, I don't know, we were trying to, so Terry, um, I don't know if the pod, if the relative relatives know, we haven't told anybody. That I was going to mention it, but then I was like, I don't know, this isn't my. Yeah. Well, anyway, so we're, um, we're going to be grandparents. So um, we're trying to figure out a name for Terry. And so one of the names that has come up is Queenie. So anyway, so, <laughs> so I told John, and I, so anyway, so John's like, Hey, what do you want to, you know, type out here. What, what do you want to print on this thing? And I said, Hey, let's do Queenie for Terry, whatever. So she's like, all right. So he types it in and literally within, I mean, two minutes, it's cut that out in cursive. I mean, and it's, and it's, I don't know how big it is. Well, it's probably four feet long, maybe yeah. of, I don't know, but it's, it, I don't know, probably a couple feet tall. I don't know. But anyway, it cuts it out and it's just slick. I mean, just, and like I say, that's just, the uh i mean that's the simplistic version of the things that it can do because i mean it's we've talked about you know or we got he showed me some of the stuff that it can do and it's just amazing i mean how um uh, that if you can get i guess the code or get the the program to do what you want it to do you can you can do some amazing things so yeah you know, and and that's quickly, awesome like i think that's what the like you look at the cabinets that are in a lot of, well, it doesn't matter high end, low end, low end homes, but a lot of companies now, I mean, all those elaborate cabinets that they build are all with CNC machine. They just pop it in and there's software that does focuses just on cabinets and it goes to town. I mean, it'll do yeah. all the rope twist, all the, the spirals, everything. I mean, it does all of it. It's pretty cool. Well, I saw a, a video of a guy that did, you know, like a um, Lord's Supper table. I yeah. don't know. I mean, and this is in Protestant churches. I don't know. <laughs> but 
um, you know, that has like the Lord's Supper as, you know, the, um, or the Last Supper, you know, as a engraved, yeah. you know, wood piece or whatever. And then they have these uh, pedestals or, or it looks like a pedestal, but they're cut in half. And I think you kind of showed me that, you know, and it was all done with the CNC machine. I mean, you're like, holy crap. I mean, like, yeah. and, and the, the detail is perfect. I mean, like you can see the people's faces and the, I mean, it's 3d, I guess. Is that right? Was yeah, that no, it is. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 3d because yeah. you can do, you can go up and down, which it's amazing. Like, I don't know that I'll ever be able to get to that point as far as figuring out um, how to do the software, but uh, it is, it's pretty amazing what all it can do. And it yeah. can do, it can do foam. It can do, it can do everything, but steel. Like I can cut brass. I can cut aluminum. I can cut all various things on it. acrylic, which is, that's kind of what I want to do next is start messing with some acrylic. And we were laughing about the resin. Um, that's another thing that we do quite a bit with epoxy. And uh, it's, it, it's, I don't know. I just, I saw it and I got into it and I was like, Oh, we should start doing this. <laughs> and, and Penny, it just, Penny yeah, it looks so good. Yeah. She hates it. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'd keep telling her there's a, I don't know what it is. There, well, there's some stuff on Instagram, like resin art daily or something. And, uh, this thing popped up where this cat had his whole living room, a beach scene, and he had dolphins coming out where he <laughs> were epoxied into the floor that he had like a coffee table. And so I brought it in. I said, this is where I'm going with this. This is <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so how so john how thick can the wood be like can you do a like could you do a gun stock i can yeah absolutely i can do uh nine inches is the play up and down that i can do and then i could on the lathe part i think i can do seven feet and maybe 11 inches wide on that part of it dang so it's that's and that's I don't know about the other CNCs. That's why I bought this one was because the lathe piece of it. And I thought the lathe was going to be pretty complicated, but that actually is easier than the just sheet goods. But I watched and I haven't done it, but the, when I went up to Utah is where I bought this machine and um, they did like a class and this guy threw down, it had to be seven inches. Um, piece of wood and he carved out this mantelpiece for this guy's house it was crazy the detail that he got into it i mean it's, it's what you're talking about it was like there's all kinds of carving and it it probably used i don't know it probably used five or six bits to do different things and um it was pretty incredible mm. man yeah i went on to uh youtube the other day and just kind of you just you can search cnc creations or something like that and yeah man it if you want to be impressed with woodwork um and it's one of those deals it's not it's not woodwork it's not hand done but on one hand it kind of is because yeah. the you know the, it's the technology side of it that is what is kind of helping to create the wood pop you know wood side of that so but you do uh, like online you get to see you see people that you know there's always the haters it's like oh you didn't you didn't do that by hand you didn't i'm like yeah but i sanded it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i used some steel wool yeah um, all right so i might send you 
so <clears throat> our dad started building this stock for a side-by-side 28-gauge shotgun. And so when mom passed away, I took all the parts home and I was going to get it figured out. Well, I got the stock. I, the stock was okay. Where I got stuck was where the the barrel connects to the stock and you need like there's fingers on three sides. Um, you can see my hand here yeah. and then you, you kind of have to route that out. So it fits and it's got to fit snugly and I didn't have a good router. And so <clears throat> it's in the garage, but um, I might send you a CNC project. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might can figure it out, but that sounds like I, if I mess it up, that's like heartbreaking. So <laughs> oh, no, no. it's out in the garage rusting right now. So <laughs> But I know you had uh, you had uh, Jason Bynum on this before, and I was like talking to him, and I asked him what he and he said, "I never will do somebody's pet because you will never be able to replicate Fluffy's face the way that they've seen it." And I started laughing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, I, yeah, that's I, right. I that was one of my questions. Was it? The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, <clears throat> the problem. So my dad built us a four ten and redid the stock everything by hand and it's like he was so patient or whatever it takes which mike or that gene drifted off into the ether it's i do not have it my dad my dad passed away i don't know what four or five no longer than that but i don't know four call it five years ago and he stuff in his garage that because that's what he did. He built gun stocks. He built stuff like that. I had no idea what they even were, like how you'd use them. I'm like, what? What would this even do? And so, and I felt bad because I, you know, we got rid of them. But there wasn't. I, I'm not in the same way. I just don't have that. I don't have that. You know, that interest, that curiosity on that part of it. But <clears throat> well, the thing I think that you and I don't have that my dad had was a older son that was a huge pain in the ass i think that drove i think that drove patience and and the need for calm yeah, yeah exactly so, that was his, that was the escape that was yeah. it was like i can deal with it. trey or i can sculpt let me see what what i'd rather do yeah well the you know the thing when thinking about dad and probably thinking about John's dad to some degree, just from the stories John has told me about his dad is that not knowing for us, you know, our dad died in what, 87 or whatever, but never him having never used Google. Like it's kind of amazing because of the amount of knowledge that he had that was very unique to a particular item. So like gun stocks and, you know, yeah. How to make a fly rod or how to make a fishing rod or how to, you know, how to wrap a rod or what, I mean, just kind of yeah. the unique things that you're like, you could Google search that, see a YouTube video about it today and, and everybody can be an expert, but like, you know, where did, where did he come up with that? Exactly. I mean, there's no Google. I mean, like you don't go to the library. That's a good I mean, point. I never you know, like, about that. I will because say this, that my dad, single-handedly was keeping the magazine industry in play. Yeah. And like 
at least 80 something percent of those were gun magazines and, and, you know, how to build them and that kind of thing. That's so true. It was, it always, it cracked me up when we, I can't remember. It was thousands. It was, it was a lot of money that he had in magazine subscriptions. And I just, I was just shaking my head. But you know, and I was thinking about this the other day. You guys remember the movie days of thunder. And, uh, yeah. and, and when he went up and they were like, Hey, you know, how are you going to, uh, have you ever driven a car before a race car? And he said, no, I've just been watching a lot of ESPN. And we all laughed. That's what we all do now. I don't know how to do half the things or more than half the things, but I Google it and I watch a YouTube and, <laughs> no and I'm going out, going to the races. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's a- Dad had magazines and then he would talk to people like yeah. the sculpting thing. Like, I mean, luckily there's a relatively famous sculptor in, I can't remember his name now, but in Snyder that gave him. Yeah. Was it what was his name? Taylor? Yeah, Robert Taylor, right? Robert Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 I did an so, internship with him once. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. They it, that's it, what it I should call a- it. I spent a whole summer in that freaking sandblasting little shack he had. I should call that an internship. I called it slavery at the time. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong I've got the wrong uh, nomenclature. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're, you're not filling out your resume, you know, like, <laughs> that's I, right. I, I, my resume, when I, I worked for John short, picking up stumps, whatever, <laughs> and plowing for him. Okay. So this is basically, but on my resume, I was like, I was a land was manager. A, oh no, I was a, I was a foreman, foreman <laughs> yeah. on a, on a thousand acre farm. You know, I'm like, I mean, how quickly someone could have just said, this is the biggest smelliest piece of <laughs> crap I've ever smelled in my life. And oh. I was, I don't know. It's just kind of funny that, you know. Yeah. You could have been like land management, environmental. Yeah. You could, you could have made that look good. Or like exactly. us, us sitting on the front of the tractor spraying weeds, you know, exactly. <laughs> we're yeah. botanist, botanist yeah. and biologists. We're killing weeds and I bugs. Know, yeah. At, yeah, at 17 well, years old, John it. Shorts hired me to be a, a, a foreman. Yeah, because I have so much experience. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and I didn't know how to turn off a tractor. I didn't know how to pull the red button. I just turned the key and it never would turn off. So, oh. no, no. But yeah. I could have had a better job. Let's see, hauling hay, like uh, <laughs> food distribution. You are, you are the manager over logistics. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> alfalfa logistics alfalfa supply and supply chain manager there you go yeah. i was ahead of the slide. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so yeah my resume you know well i don't know that I, i'll ever need a resume but yeah some of the ones that i've seen you know and mine specifically from back in the day was <laughs> there was uh, some fluff. Yeah, a little fluff. It was, it was pumped up, <laughs> pumped up a bit. It had a little Arnold Schwarzenegger in the uh, in there. So did uh, yeah. did you? So I have a good friend that um, I started at Duke Energy with, and I was when I got when his resume came through. He put his picture on his. Did you do your picture? Oh no, heck oh, no! I, I, I thought, thought they would fire me. For, yeah. I still give yeah. him a hard time about it. It's like, <laughs> What's up with the picture in the corduroy sport coat? <laughs> <laughs> the elbow patches. 
Hey, if I had to go look for a job today, I might do, well, maybe not now, but you know, I mean, there's there, there, people do make that first initial judgment. And if you look, and I don't mean like good looking, but if you're well kept, you might on paper, you know, okay, this guy has thick glasses. He's a dork. You know, this guy looks like it might help. Yeah, with all the stack yeah. of resumes. <clears throat> well, I think to me the I think the resume that would be killer in this area currently is that um, was that I want to work. That, that, that you'd have to put three things on there. I want to work. I'll show up on time, and I'm not on drugs. You put yeah. those three on there, and pretty much you could. Well, you a can, fourth one, and I'll cu- I don't have to work from home. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'll come to your place. Yeah. yeah. I will leave the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So John, so tell us now you, you did, you did spend a time period in the New York area, New York city specifically, correct? I, mean, I did. Yeah. No. It was, yeah. So kind of tell us of that venture and how, how that was, how, cause that's where you had your kids, right? Where's that? Well, so we had our kids in Houston, but I guess they were little. They were both in what? I don't know. Claire was probably four or five and Sydney was five or six when we moved up there. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I was working for Duke and uh, me and a buddy were actually building plantation shutters for people's houses. And I was only going into work like, I don't know, two hours, three hours a day tops. And um, I never answered uh headhunting headhunter calls but i did on this one and it was funny because now i'll make a long story short but penny was like you're crazy i said no no no. i'm gonna go do this and we're gonna get a trip to new york out of it and it'll be great you know on somebody else's dime and it'll be awesome no i'm not going to move to new york she's like all right cool and uh long story short we they didn't they wouldn't bring her up there, but I interviewed, I got the job and then I called her and I said, Hey, look, we're moving to New York. <laughs> and she wasn't, she, I can't say that she was thrilled, but her parents were even less thrilled about it. And then, uh, but when we got up there, it was awesome. I mean, we lived, we lived outside of the city. We were on septic tank and well water. We had deer turkey in our front yard. Um, so you had that. And then you had, you know, within, I don't know, 45 minute train ride. I was in the city. So it was, I loved it. The people actually there, and we've lived a few places. Um, some of the nicest people that, you know, I've, I've ever lived around. If it wasn't, I'd have no problem going back there. Like I don't, it's kind of crazy now, but, um, I was, when we left, we left because we didn't want to move the kids again once they got into high school. But I don't know. I, I didn't. I enjoyed it. I, the working for Morgan Stanley was awesome. It was a very family oriented kind of business, which is all the stereotypes that you would think we did not witness um, at all. Like there were some times, but um, it was it was a great experience. I would I would I might visit for a lengthy time. I can't say that I would move back there right now, but um, uh it was it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Well, the um, so where did you you lived north? Would you live in Connecticut, right? Or we lived, lived so we lived in New, New York, York, but 
like right down the street was Connecticut. Yeah. And then okay. I, we, I worked in Westchester. So I split with between the city and Westchester because we moved there shortly after 9-11 happened. And Morgan Stanley was originally building one whole building to where everybody because they were going to put everybody in one building. 9-11 happened. And they're like, oh, let's not do that. And so they started spreading people out. And um the the place that I worked with outside of the city, I think, was like on 180 acres. I mean, it was forest all around. So it was it was incredible. Oh wow! Yeah, That's really crazy, really picturesque. I mean, it, it's a beautiful place to live. Um, and especially like people think of New York, you think of Manhattan buildings, you know, people everywhere. But you get outside of the city, and it's gorgeous. Yeah, there's actually rain. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> which i guess trey y'all you get rain in houston so i we're kind of embittered out here that we don't ever get rain so so yeah yeah well, hey, it sounds go ahead trey i think you're muted maybe are you t- are you muted I am. I was. I was looking okay. at Laughing Goat Designs on Instagram. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> You're doing I like, some. I like the star balloons. Those are kind of cool. Yeah, are those that. are those are pretty cool. <clears throat> the starburst. Yeah. yeah, and then the ice cream cone that looked pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the uh, the stories that John and Penny tell about. Um, we've wasted two days of theirs recently, so we've gotten, <laughs> it's so been fun. We, we, Terry and I've had a great time. We feel like we've probably, cause it's on my day off. And so it's like, um, I don't have anywhere to be. So I waste John's entire day, but, um, just to hear, they've got some really crazy stories of competing moms that, um, drive laughing goat design <laughs> to some degree. <laughs> they want to, uh, you know build a bigger, uh, event than, you know, someone else. And so, um, it just sometimes grows exponentially. And so they've had quite the stories from some of those and they're pretty funny. So we've been fortunate uh, in that regard sometimes, but yeah, no, I, t- I can tell you that my birthday parties don't hold a candle to the birthday <laughs> parties that they hold today. <laughs> yeah no kidding i can't i'm like wow i wouldn't do that for we didn't have that for a wedding <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah or, i mean and now there's parties for everything there's you know you it's like this maybe is you know this may get us canceled but to have a gender reveal party you know is is something that i'm like what like that happens or you know that used to happen you know, the doctor was the one that got to do the revealing. And now it's like, you know, we already know the gender of Megan's babies that are yet to be even, I think they're like a, I think they said they're like a acorn size. No, I mean an acorn, but a avocado size or something. So it's like, you know, the gender. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a boy and a girl. I mean, that's what it says. Now, They'll get to decide later. (laughs) (laughs) That's just wrong. (laughs) Hey, I just want to be relevant, man. I want to be relevant. So so wrong. Luckily, we're at our goal of an hour. We're going to go down the cancel track right here. Getting canceled. (laughs) No, if I'd have said they were 
male and female, that there's that what gender is binary. That's what's going to get us canceled. I'm saying that they're going to come out and they get a choice. They get to be whatever they want to be. So anyway, right now they're, they're identified as a male and female. Exactly. Yeah. By the majority of the world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to label them. I don't want to label them. I just, you know, I just want to say that's what they currently are. So anyway, whatever they want to be, but I, my, my uh, grandpa and grandma reveal will be also at a later time too. Cause we're not really sure. We don't know if Queenie will stick, even though John made us a, a, uh, a sign, a sign. I still think you need to go with G tat. That could be a, a close <laughs> second right there. <laughs> That's already been used. Yeah. John's dad. Can I tell the story? Yeah. Or, will you tell the story? Okay. So John's dad for a, for a time period, um, had a um, friend that was a female um, that <laughs> John and the and his family called Gma Tat because she was um, added up. I think full so. Full back you know. tat, full back yeah. tat, and tattoos down her legs, and nothing against it, but I just my dad had never been the tattoo kind of guy, <laughs> and, and here came well, here came this yeah, lady well, that. Uh, Really tall, dark red hair, fire engine red hair, and high heels with just tats everywhere. And I'm kind of like, wow. <laughs> and so uh, my dad uh, wanted to take us on a vacation. And I kept telling the girls, I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. You guys can go out with Gma Tat and sunbathe on the deck when we go on a cruise with Big Pop. And they were like, oh, my gosh, Dad, she has a, yeah, tattoos all over. You're going to love it. <laughs> and they were horrified. They wouldn't. They were like, oh, my gosh. So we lovingly termed her Gma Tat. And um, that she she didn't make it. She made it for a little while, but she she didn't last very long once they actually moved in together. That uh, <laughs> she had a she had a support dog and. My dad had a small bladder and couldn't reach his toes. And in the middle of the night, he stepped in the dog poo and couldn't clean his toes. And that was it. Gma Tat was gone. <laughs> oh, golly. That's awesome. <clears throat> he said, if you can imagine at three o'clock in the morning trying to dig dog poo out of your toes and you can't reach it, it's not a great time, John. <laughs> <laughs> What do y'all want to cover on this, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love this. Yeah. So yeah. Gma Tat for Terry. I think or Gma Gma T. I don't know. We we've kind of I like Tat because she, you know, she does have those tattoos. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Never been that's, disproved. That's right. Okay. No one has ever disproved that. Yeah. <laughs> I got to I got to use that the other day, and that was again another beautiful moment of using Terry's um, inability to disprove that. Um, <laughs> well, once um, it's on the podcast, it's true, right? That's it. Our oh, thing is so. relative. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just reminded me of a note I took that I had okay. to share. Okay. I don't remember where the survey came from, but a survey says that 80% of the people who listen to a podcast believe what they hear is true. I heard okay. that. I heard that actually on a podcast. <laughs> 87%. 87. Okay. Yeah. Wow. 
13 okay. think we're full of crap, but 87 are hanging on every word we say. That we say? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. <clears throat> Including Terry's tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that the door's shut because if she would hear this, I, there would be crap flying at me right now. So. so we're in like a little apartment and I know Penny's right behind me in the living room and I can't imagine she didn't bust in yet. <laughs> what are you doing? I thought this was supposed to be about laughing goat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it went off the rails. We're, yeah, we're, um, yeah, the, um, um, yeah, I think that's a, it's a, that may be a great hopping off point. <laughs> there you go. Well, we, you, you had mentioned when you said we might get John on here that you, you were gonna, you were gonna put a big close on him to see if Laughing Goat would be a new sponsor for us. <laughs> Oh, I did not say abs- that. Well, absolutely. Uh, okay. I okay. will, uh, I you'll, will up uh, the anti- you'll double what Hargrove Crop Insurance does. Is that what you said? Did I'll, I hear that? I will build a four by eight wooden logo for you guys to hang in your background. So the people that can't watch any video of you, but they know it's there. <laughs> there you go we can describe it to them yeah. we're so good we're i'm so eloquent yeah at describing things so yeah yeah no all we ask is that we can just say we'll we'll say a shout out to laughing goat designs a sponsor there's no monetary but what you have to do is if sales go down let us know so we quit mentioning <laughs> it well, I think I think we're on something, and we would love to be a sponsor. And so let's just let's count that a given. And then every uh, every time you come on, you can describe the beautiful backdrop behind you guys that was provided by Laughing Goat Design. There you, we'll there you go. It, we'll switch it out every podcast. You know, we could <laughs> we could call it the Laughing Goat Studio. <laughs> oh, there you go. So Mike, we'll you, name. Yeah, name the studio. Laughing yeah, you Goat. could say Mike. Mike's from Snyder in the Laughing Goat Studio. Laughing Goat Design. Check them out on Instagram. Now, if sales do go up, then we're coming back to the bargaining table. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a deal. Well, because we did it. We did at Swallow Deals. And I think really this has become a ploy for uh, added sponsorship because Amy Hargrove at Hargrove Crop Insurance we've expanded into, we've gotten into the law aspect and title company oh, yeah. part of it. So, cause Mark acquired the, you know, Snyder abstract and that sort of stuff. So I really feel like, I mean, to me, this is really, I think the direction of our podcast now is just attracting as many sponsors as possible. Pro so bono we, sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what, that entails as far as, um, but yeah, we, we do need to know contractually speaking, contractually speaking, uh, if we do harm sales <laughs> or if Claire, <laughs> yeah, if Claire puts a X nay on this, we need to know. Yeah. We need to kind of run that by her. <laughs> oh, and Hey, wait, I will have to give a shout out too. So Claire's married, uh, to Rand and he's a listener as well, which I really? don't know that he's, I don't know how regular he is. He may be kind of the, uh, um, just on occasion, but he he did say 
that he he enjoys listening to us. Which maybe he's just a nice guy and he's never listened. He's just saying that to an old okay. man. Okay, let he, me believe it because well, Rand I, I is he, a nice guy. He, he huh? is a nice guy and a great great son in law. But uh, he does listen. I know he does because we've talked about it before. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So it, and he's he's in the, he's in the wrong demographic though. But you know, I'm, I'm okay if he listens. If he has. You know, as long as Claire listens, if they listen together, maybe just listen on Claire's phone. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or on her, on her Spotify so, or whatever. Yeah. If it's on- so, <laughs> so what if it's a family plan? Because I think, Ooh. I think the girls are still on our Spotify because <clears throat> I mean, they're, they're pretty much on everything else, which that's fine. <laughs> but, uh, there, we haven't had that, that jumping off point yet on certain things, but, um, yeah, I think we are on a family plan. If I'm yeah. not, we're probably getting, we're probably getting old guy. Yeah. <laughs> you guys think it's me and it's really both of my daughters. See, that That's would right. even boost it. That's right. Yeah. You got to yeah. jump off that plan to help us out there. John. <laughs> to help me out too. I think we're going to have to, I, I will have to say this though. I, I do think at some point we're going to have to revisit or have to have another podcast that does talk about that jumping off point, how you cut ties with oh. the kids from being on your credit card and other off the payroll, <laughs> off the payroll. When does that occur? Like, I, I felt like that was fairly easy break when I, well, like mom said mom it happened said, with us at marriage. She's well, yeah. yours. Okay. But uh, yeah. Oh, see, but for some reason, yeah. it just, it doesn't occur. It I hasn't think our occurred. wives, though, and, and Penny would agree with this because I remember one time I said, okay, look, we need to put a cap on how much you send to them a month. And I said, so we need to talk about it. Like, if you're going to send over 500 bucks, you need to talk to me about it. So then she just started sending 499 multiple times a month and never said never said anything. So. <laughs> That's how it works she's, at our house. <laughs> she de- she's depositing nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine multiple times in the account to stay off the IRS radar. Exactly. She's like, I don't have to answer to you at all, buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know your wife, John, but if if she's like Mike's wife, the problem isn't the kids wanting to hang on. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> no. yeah, that is that it's, is true. <laughs> it's the it's the umbilical provider. <laughs> so so there's this, uh, and I know this is probably going on too long, but um, well, I'll I'll talk about maybe a future sponsor of yours. But okay. we drive down this road down from where Claire lives, and there's this compound, and it's probably got I don't know. 10 or 12 huge garages and then you go and there's two 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 buildings of garages so let's call it six on either side and i'm talking a garage that's the size that you could fit a 18 wheeler in not like a regular garage but this massive building split in the middle and there's this elaborate gate and you look through the gate and there's a pond and there's probably five houses around it for the longest time, no idea what this thing was. And the reason why I bring it up, because we were talking about our wives, that is Penny's ideal situation that somehow or another, we would get everybody in Lubbock with these garages and we would put a little 
lake and then we would all just live around each other and that would be ideal for her but who it is is lubbock wrecker and oh. so they built it and so all their wrecking trucks are in these deals and they all just live around this lake it's pretty cool little setup if you oh my god yeah and you would think like i was looking at it going oh my gosh it's like a cartel back there what is this thing and um yeah it's it's no it's lubbock rector and they've they've got a very nice little place yeah wow so, well so they don't they don't drive regular cars they just drive <laughs> <record yeah. trucks. laughs> so like, when we leave the your, house we leave it in our record <laughs> <laughs> for your 16th birthday john you get a record truck yeah. well and you there's there's a little bit of um, job security there, unless they're all family. Because like, okay, you fire me, well, you, I I'm not moving. So you have to sign a contract. <laughs> yeah, if I don't work for you anymore, I got to move out of the compound. Oh, oh, and I don't get to do the secret handshake anymore. So when they do come and pick you up, and I don't know if you guys have ever had to utilize a rector service before, but it's very expensive. And now I see yeah. where that money goes. I, yeah, I have had to use the record. Actually, I didn't mean to. I parked. I parked Are we going back the, to Borden County? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. The laws in Borden County were much easier to understand than in Houston, but I parked, I parked somewhere I shouldn't have parked and came out. My car was gone and. Surprisingly. Yeah. Well, and there's no, and, and where they tow your car is nowhere close to where you live. I mean, even in a smaller town, I mean, it's like out in the boonies. And so surprisingly I've had that happen in Houston as well. And it's where they tow your car is not where you want to go at night either. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. With a load of cash because they don't take anything but cash. That's right. that's That's the other deal. I'm like, so how can this business exist when there's no other form of monetary exchange? It has to be, I mean, we were in Austin one time, went down, parked in a, uh, went to a friend's house um, and parked in their lot out by, you know, a light or whatever. And we're in there for 30 minutes or whatever, came back out, car was towed. Uh, Terry had a test the next day or whatever. And so we needed to get her book out of the, I mean, like, so it was like all this issue. Well, we're in college. Well, so we had to, you know, go knock on neighbors' doors and people we didn't even know <laughs> to get a hundred or you know, because it was like back that was in what nine eighty nine. We needed three hundred dollars of cash. And I was like, anyway, and you go there and they treat you like so I mean, like you're the worst. I mean, so needless to say, they probably get lots of attitude. I can only imagine. Oh, yeah. That, but but because if the, you can't see your car, you can't go to your car. Hey, you towed my car. My wallet's in there. I got 300 in my wallet in the car. Sorry. Yeah. I, well, my debit card's in there. How do you, I don't, that's your problem, dude. Not mine. Like that's their attitude. And like, yeah. Do you then want you're just, your car? Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't care if your car stays overnight here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just another $800. So <laughs> that's right. it, the compounding is backwards. <laughs> they need to have their own compound and have like a, High interest rate loan guy. Like, <laughs> hey, I can't help you. Go talk to Vito over there. Maybe that's what we should do: is buy the property next to him and see if we can kind of kind of join forces on this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you want to finance, 
<laughs> finance your car towing. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. And you could be you could be grumpy goat loan loan service. <laughs> You're not laughing oh, anymore. Grumpy goat. <laughs> grumpy goat. That may be a grandpa name for me. I don't know. That'd be grumpy good. Goat. Oh, Gigi. So, did you come up with the name? Did they come up with the name for you? No, there's not one that. I mean, my um, college nickname was McD, but that's um, that. So that's been thrown about, but I I think it's probably also on the verge of being thrown out. So I don't know. I think we'll probably. It's kind of like the gender thing. We'll let them determine our grandma grandpa name. Yeah, that, I just I don't want to be. I just don't want to be something that sounds really old. Like I don't, I don't want grandpa. Well, see, like I got, pop, I got pop. I'm okay with pop. That seems old to me because pop was our great granddad. Yeah. But like Courtney, my kids' friends used to call me pops. Like, what's up, pops? And yeah. So I was kind of used to it, but I, we didn't <laughs> want to be grandma, grandpa, gramps because we're way too young. Yeah. But that's just sure. us. I mean, then I you know. got you got people. You got some people have want crazy names like, um, you know, like Ninny or Nanny or like, you got to be real. I just said, just call me Trey. Like, so, so Penny will hate me for this and she'll probably listen to this. But so we've already picked out her grandma name and it's Granny Biscuit. And I, I think <laughs> that that's perfect. Right. But she, she says a hard no and she never really gets mad at me and she got furious with me one day of talking about granny biscuit because she hates her <laughs> so much so i don't know mine's easy because it's papa john right <clears throat> oh papa yeah John's and granny you got biscuit. it it kind of goes together doesn't it it does it, it does pizza. who, who does heard want? that i've heard that before yeah. <laughs> yeah but okay so what's the what's the uh etymology i don't know that's the right word of granny biscuits I don't know, really. It just came to me one day. And and you know how it is when you say something and their face just has pure hatred on it. So you know that's what it's got to be. And uh, <laughs> But she's she's really putting her foot down on this one. <laughs> there's there's, there's marriage advice. I can tell you this, that the girls have bought into it. So they're, they're straight against go. one. Yeah. And so names are big. Like Claire, Claire. She probably doesn't want this known either, but I have naming rights of their first kid, and I've already picked out the name Memphis, whether it's a boy or a girl. Memphis Reigns Martin. I mean, I think it's perfect. I don't know Memphis why everybody. Martin? Yeah, they, Memphis yeah. Martin. Why not? Dang, and they that's don't. A good name. I think I think Rand's like absolutely not, but I I own the naming rights, so I, he doesn't really have a choice at this point. Yeah, <laughs> that, hey, that's he like could, a quarterback that goes like to Ole Miss and. You know what I mean? Like that. That. <laughs> do you remember? Uh, do you remember stunning. Gone in sixty seconds? The movie Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. It it, it it's a uh, Nicholas Cage Memphis Reigns. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. There you go. <laughs> so, I didn't remember I, that movie. Memphis I love that movie, and I told Rand, I was like, "Here's the deal. It's it, his initials are MRM, so he can be a NASCAR driver." That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah the uh i don't know trying to come up with a name though is actually kind of difficult mm. you know yeah you're kind of so, limited 
unless you think outside the box. Yeah. Well, and, but I have been giving you props, Trey, because our grandmother name for one of ours was top notch. So we have, there is kind of a, uh, legacy of grandma named or naming that has, you know, up there pretty good. Trey named our dad's mom Beamer. And Beamer. that was, yeah. And that was, that's been, it's kind of gone down in history in the, yeah, the her, whole little, her whole little town called her that. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. And that was kind of before the BMW was even, I mean, so the, it was kind of pre, I mean, I don't know that we've, I mean, well, you were four or whatever. Yeah. You was, wouldn't even so, know what it was. Yeah. So it I didn't know what a Beamer was until like Cypress got one my senior year in college, high school. So <laughs> I was way ahead. I wasn't crap. I was, I was raising Snyder. <laughs> yeah, I went we to college get- with OP shirt and beach pants at SMU <laughs> and got laughed off the campus. So I, so I not- saw a guy the other day and he walked out with a pair of corduroy OP shorts. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Are those coming back? <laughs> <laughs> Especially the those- short, short ones. I thought those had been banned due to their uh, ability to start fires. You know, from- <laughs> <laughs> it should be. Yeah. Yeah. OP man. That's so what is, what does Colin call Terry, Terry? I, you know, I don't even know. Like in front of her (laughs) (laughs) behind her back. I'm, I don't know that either, but I, (laughs) cause Beamer, Beamer came from Bess and mother, right? I guess that's what I was told. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember conjugating those words or whatever you do. You were a, you were an early contractionist. <laughs> yeah. Contract, a contractor. You contractor. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So you could be Terry and mom. She could be no, or Terry mother. Cause you're, you're a I don't professional know. Word. Teamer. There you go. Professional wordsmith. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I didn't even need a CNC machine to cut that, <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we may need a CNC to cut this off. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's true. All seven bits working. <laughs> there goes the hour. I'm not That's sure right. if anybody else had fun, but I had a good time. <laughs> well, I'm so glad uh, that uh, you made the time, John. I hate yeah. that we got into uh, yours and Penny's time of, you know, hanging out. But uh, do we have just as a, uh, question do we have a big project or a uh, laughing goat design for this weekend are we we do um it's it's what so i don't know <clears throat> but it's the smiley faces we're doing one with smiley faces oh, and yeah, then we're okay. doing a uh, mom's and margarita party and with the limes and all that kind of stuff so make sure oh, so you th- tell them to listen to the podcast <laughs> i <laughs> like i will demographic I will. and and I was just going to add, because when you said uh, <laughs> that taking into me and Penny's time. So after she listens to this podcast, just count on me for any podcast going forward. Cause I'm going to have a lot of alone time. You're free. Yeah. You don't you, have to call me. You, just assume I'm free. <laughs> you've burned, you've burned a lot of bridges basically. Yeah. Well, Hey John, I sure appreciate you being on here and please tell granny biscuits. We appreciate her giving you up. I will do it. <laughs> yeah. And tell, yeah. Yeah, tell, 
I've got, so Terry's actually could be, uh, this would, I think Penny might go with this because one of the ones <laughs> that Terry has entertained is because it goes together with mine was, they said, how about you be Big Mac? And I'm like, for sure. Only if Terry's quarter pounder. <laughs> so tell Penny that Terry's grandma name is quarter pounder and grandma biscuits doesn't sound anything. Yeah. Grandma biscuits sounds really good. Well, and it, if they're hanging out, I mean, it's obvious. <laughs> I mean, you can have grandma gravy and grandma biscuits. It's pretty yeah. much like uh, Thelma and Louise. It'll be <laughs> quarter pounder and granny biscuit go to town. <laughs> That's right. I've got a name for a book for them, for a recipe book. <laughs> Quarter pound and granny, granny biscuits with your new recipe book. Because I will say this, Penny can cook like a dream. John is is pretty pretty handy with the smoker and stuff. We've had some excellent meals with them. So uh, I will say, um, so granny biscuits, as, as much as she doesn't like it, it does fit in, a, in the reality of her ability to make her way around a kitchen. So I'm just glad we haven't talked about my wife. You guys are in such trouble tonight. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Penny's moving out and Mike's moving into the apartment here in Lubbock. <laughs> we'll, we'll be seeing you soon, John. <laughs> well, and, and John, just so you know, um, you know, we talked about the sponsorship that's pro bono, but I can hold this from being published for, you know, <laughs> 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 don't make me put it on spotify it's coming. Right. <laughs> i've i've seen the i've seen his the door open behind him several times and like when he opens when he says granny biscuits it opens up and then it shuts <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking but yeah okay hey well let's land the plane there with john having to sleep outside and granny biscuits being yeah. upset with them so oh, seriously john thank you so much for joining us and laughing with us and the stories yep had a great uh, time. sure appreciate it yeah it was it. fun yeah well uh, all right we'll uh we'll work on the sponsorship and i'll get that uh, out of your uh logo so you guys can have it behind you okay. for, for your listeners there yeah, you go we, We've got to figure out our logo first. <laughs> hey, I like the one that's on the, uh, I like the one Kate did for us with a little baseball hat on the microphone. That's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Okay. All if right. you don't, I mean. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, the one that's in, yeah, on the, yeah I got you. Yeah, yeah, we could use that one. All right. Well, all right. Well, uh, relatives, thanks for listening in. Um, again, tune in um, um, and send us any sort of email what other social things we can do? Facebook, Send, like, face, share, whatever. Comment. Do all this stuff. Yeah. We all We'd love to hear from you. And thanks so much for listening. John, thanks again for yep. coming in and being our, uh, our Dozeki's representative yeah. for the evening. So I don't anyway. often do podcasts. <laughs> there you go. I love that. I love that. All right. We'll see you guys down the road. Oh.